can call us a defensive player normally positioned behind the line of scrimmage but in front of the safeties because we're linebackers. We're uh, back with <laughs> We're line back? We're line back with okay. another episode of what are we even doing? Very good. Very Frantically good. Googling before we came into this um, to find <laughs> an, an, an intro that I could use. Braden, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm 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 overall well. I I had a moment at my job earlier today where I, I was filled with rage, but I'd rather not discuss it. I feel like there's nothing new to discuss based on the last time I talked about being so angry at work. Okay. Let's just let's just move on. Let's just get let me get past that. It's the weekend. I'm okay. about to start a a brutal two to two and a half three day stretch. Uh, yeah. That the time of this recording dropping, maybe uh, I'm either on the road to St. Louis Anarchy or I am there. The day after is Zawa. Back it up. Sure I'm doing is. almost a raise the roof motion as I say that. Okay. And then uh, the that's next raise it day, up, not back it up. Son of a bitch. And the next day, uh, Zawa has another show on Sunday up at Skokie. Triple I, shot. Yeah. Unfortunately, I will not be there on Sunday. Yeah, I know. What the fuck? You know how I said I don't want to talk about my job pissing me off? Yeah. Was it just... mm. All right. Okay. So but they, you... but they, they will, in, in, in penance of not allowing me the time off, basically, which also I forgot to ask for, they will be getting <laughs> the worst and most hungover version of me on Sunday. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Fuck you for helping me pay my bills. So let's uh, get to my part of the shoot interview. I don't have very yes, much. Yes, yes, um, I don't have very much, but hey, we got a new part-timer. That's yeah. kind of relatively old news. It's a couple weeks yeah. now. But I just remembered to update. Um, he seems competent. That's, that's, that's so a good sign. We're good, I uh, think. <laughs> now, how old is this person? Going to college. Okay, so, so I'm there's assuming some possible hope there. Yes, he's going to college uh, at IV to get his general education done before he goes to college for international business. So he has high hopes, and I'm so I, I think he's a hard worker because you got to if you're going to go for international business. Okay, I mean sure, but like. Uh, Part of the problem, I think, of my job is, like, with everything else in the world right now, we're understaffed. And now, every day, I just think to myself, what positions are not going to be filled today? And how many people are going to call off? How late are people going to be? I literally told a friend of mine at work the other day, I'm at the point where if somebody is at work and they're only a half hour late, I don't complain. Hmm. That's like not I, good. No, it's not. Once it gets to that 45-minute mark, I'm like, yeah, I don't think that person's coming in. <laughs> like, there's this weird grace period that I'm at now. Yeah. Um, so, other in other news on the shoot interview, not even wrestling related, I had a Casey's adventure today before training. You said Casey's? Casey's. Okay, the, the establishment. Gas station. The fine yeah. establishment. Yes. That crowds our Midwest and shoves Lee Bryce into my face. <laughs> yes. So, I went in there, it was fucking busy, which yeah. pissed me off. But anyway, um, a couple things happened. First of all, 
I grabbed two canned drinks for tonight's adventures, sure. as well as two ha- waters for training adventures. Mm-hmm. And I was carrying them all, and then I freaking dropped my Dr. Pepper. Mm, that explains the dent in that yeah, can. Yeah, there's a dent in this can. Yeah. And then the lady who was checking out was was like, you better not open that real soon. No fucking shit. Right, because well, who are you're, you? you're, you're a five-year-old child who has never experienced soda. So I just said, I'm not. Right. <laughs> but anyway, this is a thing I want to fucking harp on, okay? So this has happened to me several times at Casey's. Put my card in to pay. Yes. It asks for my pin. Yep. It asks for me to pull out my card. Yeah. And then it says chip failure. How are you going to ask me for my fucking pin Yeah. when if, the chip if, doesn't if, work? If, if How the, have we gotten this far? If the chip has failed, why is it asking you for your pin? Now, did the Dale fail? Huh? Dale? If the chip failed, did Dale fail? Oh no, Tom. What about, what about the rest of the rest of the rescue rangers? Gadget. Zipper. Monterey Jack. I just others. No, that was the whole They they don't they 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 were fine. <laughs> That's something that like so we we have Disney Plus. Yeah. I have only used Disney Plus to watch The Simpsons and I think I rewatched Aladdin when we first got mm. it, and or no, I also watched some uh, Gargoyles. Great have you, show. Have you watched Fuzz Bucket? I have not. Or Smart House. <laughs> Candle Shoe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I remember being like, "Oh man, I'm gonna go back and rewatch Rescue Rangers because I loved that show so much when I was a kid." And I thought, "Wow, the world of this show takes place where." All humans are idiots because they don't see vermin in a bleach bottle attached to a balloon flying around ever. They're in a fucking flying contraption that looks like a bleach bottle attached to a fucking <laughs> balloon. Fair enough. Fair Nobody enough. ever seems to notice it. And I, I, even as a kid, I was like, how are the people not seeing this? <laughs> um, anyways. So uh, it's time to do the thing where we do the thing yes. and go into the thing. Yes, let's ring that bell. So, now I'm going to neglect the fact that you were just slightly behind me, but that's fine. Sure. What is that? Because that looks this like... This is a Miller Lite. It just has a very fun... It looks like uh, a... Sm- Day of the Dead style but I decoration mean, on the it, can. It looks like it's smaller than a silo, but bigger than a tall boy. I'm no, this, this is a silo. Mm, okay. I, it's a weird visual where the design makes it look like a smaller can. Optical illusion. Mm-hmm. Per, perhaps the Sydney Opera House illusion. Uh, I once read a thing about how if you look at like old time comic strips from like the way back when, mm. uh, there was a lot more shading done on them. And now if you... Well, when I say now, I, I haven't looked at a comic... I don't even know if newspapers have comics anymore, to be honest with you. I don't even know if there's newspapers at this point. <laughs> I think we're all just sharing misinformation to our stupid aunts. Um, you mean, like, the relative aunt? Yes. Not the bug? Okay. Brother, I gotta tell you, sometimes I think the bugs are smarter. <laughs> Folks! <laughs> ah. But anyways... The laughter slowly descends <laughs> into crying. <laughs> just, oh, God... <laughs> uh, so my point about the comics thing was in the way back like your Dick Tracy era right mm-hmm. a lot of shading a lot of colored into areas 
in the decades since, the human eye has become more lazy and is attracted to white space, and so that's why, like, the design of most comic strips changed uh, to just have lines in them. Really? That's weird. Yeah, which is... Why are we... Fascinating. And, and now that you've to... seen it, it's going to be hard for you to not see it. You're right. Like, you're going to look at, at television, at, at any sort of print media, which nobody uses anymore, and be like, wow, there's just a lot of empty space in this. Usually of a light color. Hmm. Bogus. Mm. I have one thing on the flyer. Yes. Um, a man who people are saying is Ric Flair was caught oh doing the oral on a God. plane. He didn't need to do the oral. Wait, hold on. It's not <laughs> a plane. It's a train. Or tr- Whatever. Either way, the fuck is going on? The most that this is related to wrestling, by the way, is the fact that people say it's Ric Flair. Right, exactly. Which... It you, could be. You, you can't see the recipient's face, okay. or, or really much of anything in said photo. Mm-hmm. And all that you can see is what I'm going to call a, a rotund, older man with bleach blonde hair that is slicked back. Could be. And even, here's my thing. Even if it is, Rick, fine. Good. Yeah, good for him. Let him. Ooh. What an insane story. <laughs> is he married at this point? Who knows? I don't even know if Rick does. <laughs> You're right. All right. But I also like, though, that, and this was pointed out to me by uh, uh, somebody else, that Rick's defense of this okay. is basically saying, <laughs> the picture is fake, the nature boy doesn't travel by train. This not oh that my. he wouldn't do the oral. He doesn't need to do the oral. He chooses to. And oh my but the, god, that is what disproves it. That's incredible. Yeah, and I believe him. I mean, I do too. Of course not. Can you imagine Ric Flair on the fucking metro? No. God no. No. Oh god no. He wouldn't be. Oh god no. <laughs> oh god no. All right. So. uh... That's all we have for the flyer, I'm assuming. Undercard time. You got anything for it? I have CM Punk and John Cena, Night of Champions 2012, I think, is the only thing I've watched so far. And? Real good. Great stuff, I mean, right? it's just... You can't go wrong with, no. with Punk and Cena. They have a very odd chemistry. Um, but I have to, like, force myself to watch wrestling, and I always enjoy it when I do, but I have no motivation to start watching sure. it. Sure. Once you get going, though, you're, you're so, kind of there. Yeah, so so far that's all I've gotten. Right on. Uh, I watched a movie called Vivarium, starring Jesse Eisenberg, an actor I've never given a shit about, and an um, actress named Emotin Poots. Uh, it's not a good movie uh, <laughs> at all. The first the first third of it was incredible and pretty fascinating, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm into this. Uh, the last two-thirds of it were just... a. a nonsense and just a dredge through misery with no satisfying conclusion whatsoever. I hated that I watched it. It took me hours to... It's an hour and a half long. (laughs) Okay. I kept pausing it and being like, something needs to happen (laughs) that will resolve this. This is hell. Uh, Don't watch it. It's it's just bad. It's just really bad. Um, Is that it? I watched A Quiet Place 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I very much enjoyed the first Quiet Place. Benefits greatly from seeing it in the theater, obviously. Sequel was fine. 
I did enjoy it. It didn't go the route that I thought it was going to because I thought the first one was like, oh shit, the, the mom, the wife is set up to be like this badass action heroine. And then the sequel is like, yeah, no. <laughs> she just kind of does the same shit she did in the first one. Uh, these other characters we're going to introduce are going to be like the focus and the action and the badasses. And the kids are going to be the badasses. Like Kids are badasses? That is correct. Badasses! Um, <laughs> still pretty good... Just, mm. you know, I mean, it was alright. Uh, yeah, saw that. Um, been watching a lot of King of the Hill. Mm. Okay. Great show. I, have you watched any wrestling? So I'm watching King of the Hill, like, when I go to bed and, like, when I wake up in the morning, I'll, you know, do an episode or two. And it's one of those ones where I'm like, I wish I was watching this as it aired. Tom? Do you know what the undercard is? Yeah. Have you seen any wrestling? Let me check in the notes. Hang on. I actually have a note on the phone. You have a note on the phone? Yeah. You can't remember if you've watched any wrestling? Ooh. Uh, I watched Pig starring Nicolas Cage. If you haven't seen it, do yourselves a favor. Rented the shit on Amazon. Seven bucks. It's incredible. Nicholas Cage should get an Oscar nomination for it. It is hard to describe. It is one of the best movies I've seen in at least a year, maybe a year and a half, two years. That's great. Any wrestling? Well, I talked about Vivarian. And, and Quiet Place 2. King of the Hill. Tom. Pig. The undercard is about wrestling that you have seen. If you have not seen any wrestling then that's not a thing that you talk about. You don't talk about movies. You don't run with us. We're the ones who run. Movies go on the shoot interview. Net Dude. Sorry, I thought we just talked about the shit that we watched. All right, fine, 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 fine. I, I got one. I do have one. And I'm, I'm not fucking with you. And you know this for fact, because we just did a little bit of it together before we started recording this. There is a New Japan Pro Wrestling channel on the Roku channel for the price of nothing. If you have a Roku, you can get this New Japan Pro Wrestling channel. You can watch the shit. I've been watching a shit ton of New Japan. We just uh, we just watched... Zack Sabre uh, Jr. versus uh, Sonata. Correct. Mm. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Great stuff. Uh, that's part of, I think it's last year's Wrestle Kingdom. Mm. So just before the pandemic hit and everything just stopped being cool... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I've been watching a lot of that. It's cool because, like, Japanese wrestling is something that I'm, like, I, I will go in and out of. So, yeah. like, there was a point where I was all about it. Like, I know I've talked about, like, Pro Wrestling Noah on here before. Man, I used to just, like, I'm sitting up late at night reading results. I'm teaching myself who these guys are through, like, YouTube and everything. Because it's, especially then, like, you didn't get to see any of that shit live. Yeah. Like, uh, do, do you even remember... You would, you might have been old enough to remember, but I bet nobody in your family or whatever were buying them. Uh, eye pay per views. No. This was like the the core concept of streaming services. Like okay. I remember, Ring of Honor started offering eye pay per views, and it was like, it was in essence the same concept as a pay per view, but instead of going through a cable provider, they would go through like an internet or streaming provider, and you would just pay to watch it online. Okay. Uh, me and my friends did one. I think it was Final Battle 2009? 
question mark? Um, we streamed it live, threw in our money, and for the most part it was fine. And then if you can imagine, even then, at 9, people were online bitching about the quality of the stream, and mine stopped playing, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, this is, you know, a new technology, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. of course it is. Um, how did I get on this topic? Uh, New Japan, Roku... Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, guys, if you got Roku, get this shit. It's fucking free. Uh, I've also been watching Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Uh, forgotten, bizarre 90s cartoon show, which, according to you, does not fit the qualifications of the segment. Okay, well, the undercard was born from wrestling. Sure. <laughs> sure. And, and the fact that you only watch movies... When this is a wrestling podcast... Jack Tinrak wrestles dinosaurs and uh, the laws of physics while driving Cadillacs in some sort of a post-apocalyptic world. So. And I wrestle with depression every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think on that note, we gotta get That's, going. It got really dark. Woof. Man, let's turn on some lights. So, uh, yeah. have we even mentioned what we're covering today? No. I, I've got a fucking axe to grind with this one, folks. Um, before you grind your axe, let me just say, I put this on the on the fuckboard last episode. Right. And you said, and I quote, excellent pick. So oh, I just wanted to oh throw man. that out there before I'm you sure grind your axe I'm, with I'm me. not saying that didn't happen, but I am saying how wrong I was. I got no shame in admitting when I'm fucking wrong. God damn. All right. This is the Raw episode July 23rd, 2012, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the uh, first ever full-time three-hour Raw, a.k.a. Raw 1000. Correct. So when you said the first... I think if I were to guess why I reacted positively to this, I can give you two possible explanations. One, I didn't realize that Raw 1000 was the first... You know, hey, we're doing this permanently three-hour Raw. Mm-hmm. And two, I had forgotten pretty much anything and everything about Raw 1000. And yet, here we are. <laughs> now, outside of the novelty of what this is or was, was there any other reason for you to pick this? No. Um, basically, what it was, was I, I, I thought to myself... My, my thought process on the show... Mm. I just finished listening to it, by the way. Um, was this was the hi- we just watched the highest rated raw right. ever? We talk so much about how three hours is just too much for weekly television, mm-hmm. and that that's one of the biggest problems with raw now. Let's see how it was when it started. Sure, that was my thought process. Okay, I mean that's that's perfectly fair. Uh, in in hopes to compare and or contrast with um, Raw July June 28th 1999. Correct. I think. And boy howdy is there a lot to compare and contrast on that. Uh, <laughs> do you want to start? Um, you know what? I'll go ahead and say this opening video is kind of awesome. A little bit yeah. long uh, but, my, I, my but I do like it. My the show actually says this is a tremendous opening video. And uh, what a, what an accomplishment! Yeah, like I, it's hard for me to fathom another show outside of like maybe a news program. And I know there's a handful of like soap operas 
that have I'm, I'm serious that have reached a thousand episodes. Yeah, and, and you know what I mean. Like I, God, I don't even know what ones are still on. I I remember like soap operas from when I was a kid. If I was like if it's summertime, you're home from school, or if like I stayed home sick, or you know for whatever reason, mm-hmm. they would just be on, and it was yeah. like as the world turns, the bold and the beautiful, <laughs> you know whatever and. I think my great grandmother was into some of them. My mom never really was, but they were like, they then were like, "Yeah, this was on when I was young." And I was like, "What the? F-? Like, these are just people in offices. How is this? <laughs> yeah, how entertaining could this be, or whatever?" Like, yeah. Um, another note I have on the opening video was, "Oh no, the tears." Oh yeah, because they had that little segment where it was just sad things in for memoriam. a second. Yeah, yeah. Tiny uh, dinky Daffy. Pancake by drunk dump truck driver. <laughs> I'm really, really proud that I didn't trip over my words. That's really That's hard for me to very say. Good, yeah. Also, anytime something can be called pancaked as a verb. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're kicking this episode of Raw off with the hard nostalgia act between the video package, the in memoriam package, so to speak. Because here comes DX, and it's the 2012 version, it's Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Well, you got to, um, the way we open any special Raw is also with Vince McMahon. Mm. So he Mm. comes out and introduces DX. That's right, that's right, you are correct. You have to start with Vince McMahon, got to. Got to. It's it's obligatory. Um, so... I have a a note that just says, Vince's voice is unlike anyone else's. (laughs) Yeah, like... Just... Even an impression doesn't do it justice. It's like if Foghorn Leghorn, the character, and a bullfrog <laughs> fucked and then were made human. Okay. <laughs> like if you Google translated that abomination of a creature reversed and then made it a person. Okay. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> Fair enough. So yes. Um, out comes DX. They're all like, they do their whole this thing, but then they're like, wait a minute. Or something missing. Didn't yes. there used to be more of us? Uh huh. Huge pop from the crowd. Yeah. Because I think at this point we hadn't seen these other guys in uh, a little while. Probably. Uh, My computer is really loud right now. Yeah. I also don't you have wanna, a jacket. Do you want to put that towel over it? You got sure. a beach towel? Sure. All right. A teach bowel. So, part of my thought process when I was watching it this this time, because I had no real memory of it. Um, outside of like a few bullet points it is the, this This is a show where it's like if you've got like the typical complaints and grievances about the WWE product now and you think to yourself surely this is a relatively new issue that has come up no <laughs> this is from this is from now almost uh, we're just over nine years ago Mm-hmm. And this, a lot of the same issues that are wrong and bad with the company, as far as like from an entertainment or a cr- uh, critical standpoint, now are prevalent. Then, case in point, we're not making new stars, and we're relying on old acts here. Yeah. So they bring out Bill Gunn, they bring out X Pac, they bring out Road Dog, and then at this point, I had this like sad moment where I was like, "This is almost like if you watched a band." Like, if I go see Metallica live mm-hmm. in 2028, it's yeah. going to be that thing where it's like, yeah, this is enjoyable, and I know the tunes, and I know the hits, but look at these guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Like, Triple H still looks great here, for yeah. sure. 
Bill Gunn is still jacked as shit, absolutely. Sean, at this point, has been retired for two years. Yeah, at least two. So he's still okay. Road Dog looks like a, <laughs> a, just a guy, and Waltman looks like Matt Riddle and RVD level high. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah. it's long, and it's just fucking there. I think the reason that we didn't notice that it was a problem back then is because we still had Cena and Punk. Sure. And Orton and all, I would also like, like all to, these, like... like I, I also want to point out that, like, even in, in 2012, like, I'm still, like, such a hardcore wrestling fan. The When they were like, man, we're going to make Raw three hours, initially, I was like, fuck yeah. And if you told me that when I was, like, you know, uh, you know, 14, 15, 16, I would have been like, yes! Mm-hmm. Another hour of wrestling every week? Ooh, Dalali! But, <laughs> you know, then we... But this no one told you that it was going to be chalk. <laughs> No, it's didn't. literally just like eating chalk for an hour, yeah. dude. Okay, so the DX then gets interrupted. They do all their old shtick, right? They're doing also they, some. They even like are, um, Billy Gunn and Sean get mm-hmm. to have they have a little dispute over who gets to say. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you, right? And then there's some. Sp- Fun little fourth wall breaking where it's like we're referencing Sean posing for Playboy, <laughs> yeah, or not Playboy, Playgirl, and the whole thing. He, he what is it? He goes, "I was young and I and needed I, the money." Yeah, and it's like now I'm like, you guys are just talking to it. You're just riffing for each other. Have you forgotten that you're, there's an audience there? Have you, there's a there's a crowd. There's people watching all over the fucking planet. So they get interrupted by Damian Sandow. Mm-hmm. First thing, first. Damien Sandow, this character and everything, was kind of fucking awesome. I loved it. Second thing. Yeah. I made a note of it. We are at 16 minutes and 7 seconds in (laughs) to a three-hour show when the second opening promo gets interrupted. Because there's Vince, DX, and then Sandow interrupts. 16 minutes and 7 seconds in. And we have done... Nothing. <laughs> yeah. At some point, Lawler says, they can start another Attitude Era tomorrow. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, Une- unequivocally, no. Like, I like that word. Thank unequivocally. You. Um, uh, God, I don't know. It's almost like they announced that Raw was going to start being permanently three hours and then forgot to add another hour of writing. (laughs) Also, this is the first instance of something that uh, I'm going to bring up every time it comes up. This is a running theme on this specific episode. Mm -hmm. We have an established uh, character, persona, commodity, whatever. We have somebody new who's like getting over upon their own and they die. (laughs) So... Okay. um, (laughs) So Damien Sando dies. Right. He basically comes out and says... Yeah, you all suck. You could beat the shit out of me, but, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they just do it. One line that did uh, make me laugh was uh, they, they go into the huddle. Mm-hmm. All DX members go into the huddle, and they shut out Sandow. They're right. like, no, you got to wait over there. And he goes, that's very rude. And Tripp says, I know, we're rude guys. Which is <laughs> I great. I don't know why. That's That's funny. fine. That's awesome. But we're all, at this point, we're coming up on that 20-minute mark. Mm-hmm. There are Simpsons episodes that are about the same length as this fucking segment. 
And they accomplish more. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, so they beat up Sandow. Uh, sure do. They advertise that The Rock is here and will be on the show. They advertise that, oh good, there's going to be a wedding tonight. Because we all love wrestling weddings. Even though, fun fact, I just learned this. Um, statistically, whenever there is a wedding on wrestling, it does draw big numbers rating-wise. The Penelope Ford-Kip Sabian wedding er, a couple months ago drew a bigger rating for AEW than Edge being on NXT did. Head-to-head. That sounds insane. It does sound insane, but yeah, they. whenever there is a wedding in wrestling, it's... Uh, it's which also, in kayfabe... Why would anyone want their wedding to be on a wrestling show? There's no baseline. You can't even say, oh, that one went well. (laughs) (laughs) They have all been various degrees of disaster. Mm -hmm. So, uh, out comes JR. Yep. Uh, Out comes Rey Mysterio. Weird matchup for Raw 1000 to have JR go up against Rey Mysterio, but it was actually a fantastic (laughs) match. I'm just kidding. None of that actually happened. Also, this is evil JR rocking his alternate universe facial hair in public, I think, for the first time. (laughs) Yeah. RJ, Um, if you will. (laughs) Rim Joss. Oh, God, no! (laughs) No! That that did not go as planned. Um, Or maybe it did. (laughs) Oh! It's getting late early, guys. Yeah, it's already late. <laughs> uh, also, they, they... So, up next, we have this bizarre six-man tag. You want to know what my next note is after Rey Mysterio comes out? Mm. Oh, good. Sin Cara. My next note was, oh, good. Alberto Del fucking Rio. Either way. So, hang on. Let me remember here, because it's Rey, Sin Cara, and my least favorite Seamus, babyface Seamus... Against the team of Del Rio, Ziggler, and Jericho? Yes. Even though I think Ziggler and Jericho were feuding at this Correct. Point? Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any of this. And it plays into the finish in the dumbest way possible. I know Jericho and Ziggler had kind of a thing, and at one point had a match at SummerSlam. I didn't think it was this year, though. Maybe it I was. Don't I don't know. know. I uh, know that they were feuding. Feuding. But, uh... Yeah, this... Also, this match so, goes, what, a couple minutes? Yeah. If that? So, my big gripe here is... Rey Mysterio comes out, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, this is fine. Sin Cara comes out, and I'm like, oh, God, this is gonna be the weirdest, dumbest passing of the torch thing ever. It took them another 243 seconds to tell me that it was a six-man tag. Oh, you thought it was At gonna be no a... no point uh, did oh! they fucking mention that. Okay. Um. <laughs> um. Anyway, I think Dolph Ziggler might have the best standing elbow drop. Just standing, like yeah. on the. Ca- yeah. I just it's yeah, so that's, good. That's that's fair. Um. One of my notes here just says, "Huh." Uh. So <laughs> real quick, let's talk Dolph. Okay. Because you just brought him up. Yeah. For the uh, the standing elbow drop. In ring. Mm-hmm. Just just purely in ring, bell to bell, right? Mm-hmm. How fucking good is Dolph Ziggler? Dude, I mean, I can sit, I I can sit here and confidently say he might be confidently say he might be. I know that okay. sounds weird, but okay. he might be the greatest seller of all time. He's, I mean, up there, 
it, it's hard for me to argue that. Like, and all like, the stuff that he does, his offense is always crisp. And yeah. So, like, I don't understand. He seems to never get tired. I don't recall him taking much time off for, like, injuries overall. It seems like they would just write him off TV even though he was fine. Yeah? Like... I don't know. There, we've, we've talked about it so much, we don't need to get into it again. But, man, you talk about a guy that it, that machine has made you not care about. Like, I don't I don't think Dolph's bad on the mic. Yeah. You know, like, his promos are usually fine. And I, I will say, whatever they book him in, which is usually, usually awful, yeah. he commits to it and does the best that he can with it. But just goddamn, I don't understand. I it, I don't understand. Also, he has like a shoot legit amazing wrestling background and could probably like really fuck people up if he chose to. Yeah, and doesn't even get isn't known for like hurting people. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I it's, but I can never get invested in a Dolph Ziggler match ever again at this point. And that's the sad part. Yeah. Like he, they have made him into filler. Yeah. Ugh. Del Rio looks like he wants to be anywhere but here. I want him to be anywhere but here. <laughs> uh, it looks I, like uh, Sheamus. At one point, Sheamus hits. Polish hammer. Something. You're holding your hands together. Polish something. hammer. Is it the Polish hammer? I don't know. It's the Polish hammer. What is that? This wham. Well, you hold your hands. At, you run. At some point, he does it do like that, a ball yes. bat. Yeah, that's pulling. But but he even he hits, he hits a move. I think the backbreaker or something sure. like that. Goes for a pin, and he's facing up, and Del Rio breaks it, and it looks like he hits Sheamus right in the fucking eye. Yeah, probably. Because by the end of the match, piece of shit. You know yeah, what? I hope Sheamus Del Rio has a bruise this. on the underside of his eye. Of course he does. Imagine a more boring, unsafe wrestler than Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> like if a fucking bag of oats had a blade mounted in the middle of it. Just a fucking <laughs> useless shit stain on life. Wow. Anyways. Remember Tout? Uh, briefly. Uh, also, they we'll, we'll move past it now. Cool stat, though, they throw... I'm a, I'm a big fan of wrestling stats. Yep. Jericho... 360 matches on Raw. That's his 360th match. Second only to, I think they said, Triple H. Ooh. Which is fascinating to me. Uh, Yeah, Tout. We're really pushing Tout. Uh, yep. Uh, I am no expert, but I'm going to say this. In my lifetime, the social media platforms that have like taken off and gotten popular didn't have gigantic companies advertising them. Yeah. On broadcast television. You just have to make something that is enjoyable to people, and it goes. Like, Imagine if Tout had caught on. I can't imagine it. <laughs> imagine I, if, usually, my imagination is limitless. Imagine if Tout bought Twitter. There would, it wouldn't be. <laughs> just, Wrestling might be better, but like it wouldn't be. You know, like, yeah, wow. Okay, reverse. Imagine Twitter being advertised on but before it was, you know, a thing. Imagine Twitter being advertised on uh, NBA games. But not like, oh, follow LeBron or anything. Like, you just turn on, you're watching basketball, and it's just like, sign up for Twitter. (laughs) Tell people what you're doing at any moment. Voice an opinion and get crucified for it by total strangers who know less than you. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's tout. Mm-hmm. It's a shitty version of Vine. Do you want Vine, but for it to not be funny? Lucky <laughs> for you, we've got tout. I, I, it's a neat idea. I wonder if John TikTok was watching old WWE shows, saw the advertisements for tout, and was like, what if I made this somehow better and worse simultaneously? <laughs> tout. Oh, God. Tick tout. Talk tout. Tout tick. No. Tout tout. tout. <laughs> oh, my God. You took that in a way different direction. <laughs> um, oh, no. Just, that's the what predator. Also, Charlie Sheen. A lot of Charlie Sheen on the show. Uh, they were actually at one point going to do Charlie Sheen versus Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam. I knew this. And then I guess this is about the time that he went, like, unbelievably off the rails, lost his two-and-a-half-men show gig and all that other shit. Phone went off. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I I have a weird thing with celebrity matches. Mm-hmm. I think that there's always going to be that novelty. There's always going to be that draw, right? Yeah. But it... It's weird to me because the ones that are good, we think are good graded on the curve of a celebrity match. The ones that are bad are... uh, Bad. (laughs) Yeah. Bad Bunny this year killed it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather, way back in all eight. Great. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Good stuff. Anytime they'd have, like, Maria Menounos, no good. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, yeah. Snooky, awful. What is a Snooky? Well, we live in a world where Snooky is undefeated at WrestleMania, and The Undertaker is not. <laughs> proving that we live outside of God's sight, and as such, beyond his love. <laughs> wow. Fair enough. So, this next segment... Um, AJ asks why everyone is uh, saying that she's unstable Um, she says this whole place is unstable and she says hey here look outside she opens the door to the locker room then Jim Duggan passes by right in his gear yes not on the show correct yes then uh, um, little Jimmy playing jump rope outside. Little Jimmy is invisible. Right. So it's just R-Truth and who who else? I don't even remember. I don't even remember either. R-Truth and somebody doing the jump rope thing with no one there. Right. And then all of a sudden, R-Truth just goes, he just ran away, and then they leave. And then... And then... And then... Well, I got a note about this one. Would you like to take this one away? Holy shit, the hand. Hand Henry. With his mother. Hand Henry? See, I was I was going with, um, um, probably, I, I could only presume his name is Jim. Yeah, Jim Duggan, little Jimmy. Yes. A hand named Jim. It's gotta be Jim. Okay. Jim Handry. Okay. Alright. Uh, that's, that's, I don't know. <laughs> I appreciate that somehow Mae Young giving birth to a hand is now canon. Yeah. But also that it seems to have grown into a fully grown man hand. A man. This is 2012. That would have been 
2000. Like, I think he's only like 12 or 13 years old. <laughs> Hands age fast. That's a thing. You don't you don't know. Wow. Hands age fast. I didn't know that, and so. I learned something. <laughs> uh, I need to be I don't more know. tolerant to the age of hands. I can only... That's the only way I can explain this it. This is my public apology. I have misaged hands. I'm not trying to be an ageist. How dare... <laughs> I would How never dare. be ageist towards hands. Uh, so, um... Gotta, so that's that's the end of the segment. My note here just says this is this is Muppets. This is the fucking Muppets. Like somebody once described WWE Raw is the Muppet Show because the Muppet Show was a show about them putting on a show. Raw is not a wrestling show. It is a show about a wrestling show. Yeah. And, and that's unfortunate. By and large, it's always been that. And yeah. it is unfortunate. Maybe that's one more reason why I like AEW. Is this just a fucking wrestling show? You look like you're about to kill me, Tom. I'm so angry right now. I never said Full any of rage. I was never um, arguing that. <laughs> I'm huge and fast. Um, Jack Swagger gets the job. Hold on, entrance. I do. Have, wow, that's incredible. Uh, we'll come back to that. Uh, ad for Sonic here. Sonic blows. Oh yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. It's low food. <laughs> Anyways, uh, just if you can, jobber entrance for Swagger. Yeah. Just for a match with Brodus Clay, the Funkasaurus. Now this is absolutely enraging. This is awful. So. Okay, let me say this. This is not me being my usual contrarian, oh, I'm saying something negative because I think it's somehow funny or whatever self. I was on Twitter at the time, and when the Brodus Clay thing debuted, the whole swerve was they were playing like the vignettes where it sounds like he's going to be this fucking monster heel or whatever, and then this is his debut. He comes out doing the whole Funkasaurus thing. And so many people are like, LOL, I love it. And I'm like... Okay, the the swerve I can give you some credit for. That's fun. It doesn't make a goddamn bit of sense at all. No. But whatever, you have done something different. I'll always applaud different, even if I don't like it. Cool. People are like, this is the best thing ever. And I go, in three months, what is this character? <laughs> yeah. Like, what what is Brodus Clay? What is this? This. He's doing a dance right now, guys. It's non-visual medium. Like, that's what Brodus Clay is. I'm just kind of like, and now, let me, in all fairness, if they had just been like, oh, we debut him as this monster destroyer heel, would that have been better? I don't know. Probably not, frankly. But people were just over the moon for this fucking trash, and I'm like, he's not good. This character has no longevity to it at all. I don't, I don't know what this character is. Mm-hmm. You're a big, fat, fucking weirdo who <laughs> thinks he's a dinosaur, but you're not a dinosaur? Like, Luchasaurus makes more sense than this. Yeah. And that character doesn't make sense. Yeah. But, I don't know. So, Brodus Clay comes out. Does he introduce Dude Love, or does, does, does just just does he come out? This, this, abs- I, I almost vomited from confusion <laughs> on this. He does introduce Dude Love. Okay. Foley comes out in the Dude Love garb and everything to the music, and then is just gone. 
Yeah. <laughs> yep. I straight up, like, so, I, I, I legit, <laughs> god damn it, uh, my note just says, fuck all of this, uh, <laughs> I, as the match was happening, said, where is Foley? That's, I'm surprised you had enough time to say even that. I didn't have time to write it. The match it was like 15 seconds. It's it's easily less than a minute, yeah. There's a suplex, a splash, and that's it. Swagger was a world champion. Yes. Like, yeah. two years prior to this or whatever. Just what the fuck. And then like... But then Foley comes in and gives him the Socko? Or is he... No. I'm just fever dreaming that, aren't I? No, that did happen. It did? Yeah. Okay. So remember that recurring theme of we have a new person? Mm-hmm. But they're going to get shoved under the fucking bus for somebody who's retired yeah. and gone? Mm-hmm. There we go. It's back. We're, we're like, what, two segments in? Three, four? Somewhere in there? On a three-hour show. <laughs> yep. This show is 80% entrances. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And Swagger still didn't get one. Mm-hmm. God. He might be yeah. the only one. I think he literally is the only one that got a jobber entrance. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, Jack, we've we've got three hours. We we don't have time for your entrance. Uh DX need to talk amongst themselves in the ring for a bit. Oh my god. Jerry's in the fucking ring, I'm pissed. Why are so many people Wait, Jerry's in the ring? What? Yeah. Because he introduces the Reverend. No, wait. There's there you you've skipped something. What did I skip? Hang on. What's what's what is did I skip a a thing? My next note is about Trish. Backstage segment with her and Triple H. I might have wrote nothing of that down. It's a weird callback to an actually like pretty good promo from Trish and Triple H in like 99. Yeah, go ahead and talk about it. I don't have any notes on it. <laughs> so like Trish is in the back, she's showing Triple H how to do yoga. They somehow end up in some pseudo-compromising position. Yeah. DX just happened to walk in, say, yeah, we can leave or whatever. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Trips is like, come on, guys. They all leave except for X-Pac, who is, like, awkwardly spitting game at Trish, and it's supposed to be played for laughs, but I'm like, one, he looks uh, catastrophically high, <laughs> and Trish looks shoot uncomfortable to be around him. And yeah. I like X-Pac, by the way. I'm not, I'm not, but I'm just saying that, like, this was no good. Uh, bad sequel. Okay, so, yeah. Now, we're at the wedding. Yeah. Why are people so many fuck so torn on this wedding? Why can't there just be a fucking wedding? I hate weddings. Why does it have to, why does it have to be, should she say yes? The fuck you, dude. It's not you. Who cares? Exactly. Who could care? I, about not just this wedding, but all weddings. I hate weddings. Hmm. I wow. had a good time at one recently. Bucky's. Other yeah, it was that, very good. Was weddings, very good. don't, don't, if you're listening to this and you get married, don't invite me. I don't want to fucking do that. Wow. Bucky's was good because it was short. I was surrounded by people that I know from wrestling. There you go. Okay. 
most of the time these weddings are just there, there's some fucking bastard kids screaming. Yeah, it they, goes they on had for that, it goes on for one guy. We had that guy. We had that guy at Bucky's whose phone went off, and for some reason his ringer was a chicken crowing. Oh my god, it was so funny. We were all that in was tears. great. Bucky's and, is the one that gets the pass. Yeah, but like all other weddings, just just a, a dredge. <laughs> yeah, what a sad thing to see people go through. Uh. <laughs> anyways, so, so slick is the reverend here. Yeah. Who is this for? I I don't know. I hate Slick. I've always hated Slick. I don't. I I'm not even old enough to really remember Slick. I wasn't watching wrestling that much as a kid. Nobody in 2012 knows who the fuck this dude is or why he's <laughs> acting so weird. Yep, I don't know. This is a three-hour show. I did, however, like him playing into the what chance. That was fine. Marriage. He's fine what? in this. I just don't I said know why marriage. He's there. What? Yes. I said marriage. <laughs> he gets louder a little bit every time. That was funny. Anyway. This is excellent stupidity. Is is, is Brian... Is Daniel Bryan a, a greatest of all time contender? Eh, I feel like he could be in there. He's I, arguable. I think he's, he has to be at this point. Yeah. Like, I, th- I don't like to do the, like generational comparisons, you know, usually because, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels, as weird as it sounds, was the guy who broke the barrier for quote-unquote smaller guys in wrestling, which is insane. Yeah. I think Daniel Bryan kind of did that for the the following generation. Because mm-hmm. he's, by nobody's standards, a big man. Mm-hmm. And has achieved the highest of successes. Quite literally, yeah. So, like, I don't know. So this whole thing... So, this is this weird. swerve is just so fucking stupid. Yeah. So they do the whole thing where do you or whatever. Daniel's like yes, of course, whatever. And then AJ's like yes. And then she's like, wait, I wasn't saying yes to you. Daniel. Then why are you saying yes? Slick asked you about Daniel. You said yes to Slick. I know I've said it on here before. I never liked AJ Lee. Yeah. In in any capacity. Never did anything for me. I didn't like her matches. I didn't like her character. I didn't like her promos. I didn't like a goddamn thing about her. I was like, just looking vapid doesn't mean that you're, like, crazy. It doesn't give you depth. Fuck. Getting canceled. So. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Guys, I'm wound up. This, this This show pissed me off. That's I, I, The reason that this episode's coming out late is because I got to a point watching this where I was like, I cannot and will not watch this more today. <laughs> so, um, there was a tweet sent out. Mm. Anyway, so, she's like, I wasn't saying yes to you, Daniel. I was saying yes to another man. Out comes Vince. Swerve the crowd reaction one. here, though. Where they're like, oh shit, AJ's marrying Vince? Swerve number one. And then Vince is immediately like, not that type of proposal, a business proposal. Swerve number two. (laughs) The new GM of Raw is going to be, he points to the back, AJ, and he points into the ring. Swerve number three. Yeah. Swerve on swerve on swerve, bro. None of this needed to happen. Triple deck of swerve. Also, if she is the GM of Raw, 
that explains approximately 0% of why she couldn't also be married to Daniel Bryan. Yeah. So... Also, wait, wouldn't it have been a better story to do both? Why not? Like, we're a married couple who hates each other, you're doing like a War of the Roses type thing, but she's the boss? Sure. There's so much depth you could have added to that. You know what? I'm your boss, and you're going to fight Charlie Sheen. No! (laughs) (laughs) You're going to go one-on-one with The Undertaker. No! You're going to have a tag match, playa. No! (laughs) And your partner is Charlie Sheen. No! No! God damn. This really was... And and your opponents are the Brothers of Destruction. No! No! Um, Daniel Bryan and Charlie Sheen against The Undertaker and Kane. Yeah. Because now we're just watching Celebrity Deathmatch or whatever. Uh... Like, yeah. also, I don't I, I don't really remember much from this time period. I don't think AJ was GM for more than, like, a couple of weeks. I don't and remember then, it happening ever. So, exactly. Like, God, this is just, like, here's what we're going to do, bro. <laughs> okay. Made a career out of booking swerves. Never so often we do the double swerve. First time ever. Triple swerve. <laughs> Russo, you're a madman with a maniac stream. Triple swerve, bro. <laughs> Going to change the business for a couple of minutes. <laughs> so after this segment, I had a fucking ad for State Farm because fuck Peacock. Yeah, but this one was one where a bride was hiding at Jake from State Farm's house because she quote couldn't go through with it. And I was oh, like, God. right after the wedding segment. I mean, product placement. That's I guess. just incredible. No. That would have been better than this segment. It wasn't just incredible. Never mind. Anyway, so... Oh! Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh... So... Uh, Daniel Bryan won't leave the ring. Right. Punk comes out... Okay. Cuts a promo about I don't really know what. Mm-hmm. And then out comes The Rock. Mm-hmm. So we're still not having a match. Yep. I will say, it is kind of wild, because fan of, like, being Daniel Bryan at the Frontier Fieldhouse and everything, Yeah, and, and you know, Punk's indie career and everything, it is kind of wild to see them in the ring with The Rock. I did, I did think of that, but think about that. And this is just kind of there, mm-hmm. but then I, I have a note that says, man, we should have got the triple threat at Mania, but it should have been Rock... Punk and Brian. That would have been dope. Yeah, but again, we had to do once in a lifetime, twice in a lifetime, back to back, and we're not allowed to. You know, we're 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 not doing this. Uh, we're not doing this, eh? We're not doing this. Uh, that spinner belt looks like it weighs seventy five pounds. Uh, so many people have died from the spinner belt. Huh? That's not true. I just hate that fucking belt, and I want to put some heat on it. It sucks. Uh, so The Rock ends up rock... Bo- oh, also, at some points in, during this segment, Punk looks like he would rather be taking a bad shit. <laughs> if you see his face, he does not want to be involved in this at all. Uh, Rock <laughs> yeah. ends up rock-bottoming Daniel Bryan. So remember that theme. Yeah. 
Remember that theme? Yeah. <laughs> this is three or four times now. This would be... Three. I think three. we're at three. Yep, yep. Okay, so... My next note just says, cool. Brett? Was Brett hard on this show? Yeah, but first of all... Oh, no. I have a note about... First of all, one of my notes for this promo with The Rock and Daniel Bryan and... and Punk. Is this where first he announces all, that he's got the title match at the Rumble? Yes. Okay. That's my second note. My okay. first note is this is going on forever. We have three hours to fill. This <laughs> on on our wrestling program. This we need a wedding. Is going on. We need three swerves, bro. And then we forever. need another promo. I think I think that this promo with the fucking Rock and CM Punk is longer than the wedding. Uh, it probably is. Also, you can hear the. Keepers rattling. Keep going, keep going. Because you had another note. I, I'm counting something here. Second of all, The Rock challenges for the WWE champion, for whoever it is, at Royal Rumble. Yes. This is July. Brother. That's fucking forever away. Depending on the day that it is, it's in January. It could be almost six fucking months. Half a goddamn year away. Right. Why are you doing that? I don't know, but I don't hate that. But my thing is, at this point, by my count, we have had two matches on this show. Mm-hmm. We had a six-man that meant nothing and went less than three minutes, and we had a squash match where Brodus Clay walked through Jack Swagger. Mm-hmm. Did I miss one? I don't believe so. There is nothing to this. This show is fucking raid and cotton candy shot into a balloon. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, I, I didn't hate the whole, like, The Rock has this title match at the Rumble. Yeah. Only because I, I like having something to build to. So then... Yeah, I guess. And you, It's something. That way it's like, oh, fuck. Does Punk hold on to the belt for another six months and we get this? Does Cena take it and we get that rematch at the Rumble? Does... Brodus Clay continue his winning ways and become an unlikely WWE champion and then have a bad match with The Rock. Like, Yep. I don't know. So then Bret Hart comes out. Another Bret- entrance. Yeah. For what? To introduce the Intercontinental title match? Bret Hart comes out to be a special guest announcer. Which he's he, bad at. He couldn't sound like he cared if you made him care. Bret Hart has his fans, right? Yeah. They know he's not a good promo. They know he has the charisma of a fucking pile of dog ass. Dog ass? Yeah. Not, okay. So, he fucking, I'm not even kidding you, and I know you can vouch for this because you watched it too, unfortunately. He literally says, just like this, he goes, and his opponent, Miz. Miz. That I was kind of okay with because I felt like we're just taking another shot at the Miz. He, no. That was... He just... I... Okay, here, here, here's my take on this. And if I'm wrong, so, so be it. You know, whatever. I thought that the joke here for evidently me and nobody else on Earth was introducing first the Intercontinental Champion, Christian... And his opponent, The Miz. I thought that was the joke. Now, had this been bestowed upon somebody who, you know, could convey emotion verbally, and no. instead it was Bret Hart, um, 
Maybe it would have come across more clearly. But I don't think that that's what happened. It's, it's also very possible that he just said said it as he was reading it off of an index card slo- shoved into his denim jacket. Uh, mm-hmm. But the match, Christian versus The Miz for good the Intercontinental Short Champion. Short but good? Yes, solid. Obligatory good gear and good jacket from The Miz remark. Always. Always and forever. Good gear from Christian for that matter. Also, they said this is the first time Miz wins the IC title. Yeah. Which is real interesting to me. He's had it like five or six times total now. And, yeah. because I'm an unbelievable fucking nerd, has the second most cumulative days ever as Intercontinental Champion. Mm. If he ever wins it again and holds it for five days, that is that is it. Come on, man. Give it to me. Um, um, so he, the Miz, when he's celebrating, yes, he looked down, saw the belt was upside down, so mm-hmm. he fucking reversed it and then held it up. Mm-hmm. It's not that fucking hard. <laughs> it is not that hard. No, it's really the not. amount of times that we have seen upside down belt held up. Ah, oh. Miz is one of those guys that like he he kind of does and does not get the credit he deserves. Like they're like you you talk about like a company man. You know what I mean? Like somebody who's just like, here's the stupid shit we have you doing this week. All right. <laughs> yeah. Like, never hurts anybody. Seemingly doesn't get injured, except for when there's zombies involved or something. I don't know. It, like, have we seen him since the zombies? Yeah, he's been on TV in a wheelchair, and then it was recently revealed that he's been fine the entire time. You're fucking with me. No. <laughs> this is what we've chosen to do. The company doesn't respect us. There are tears forming in my eyes right now at the absurdity of what you just fucking told me. I, I can't put it to you any clearer. Anyway. My phone just went off. Yeah. Charlie Sheen watching fucking Raw is so weird. Especially on this very grainy and pixelated feed <laughs> that we have where he looks like he's in... <laughs> I was about to make a joke, but it's too timely. I need a different location. Okay. Uh, he looks like he's in... I don't know, he looks like he's come to his live from, like, a hut in Easter Island or something. Looks like, like he's coming live from a Quonset hut in the deserts of Paducah, Kentucky. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Charlie Sheen is behind Pluto. Mm. Charlie Sheen is John Paluto. Paluto. Pluto. Not Paluto. I added an extra syllable. (laughs) What if Charlie Sheen is Chuck Palumbo? (laughs) Charlie. Charlie. Chuck. Yeah. Palumbo. Pluto. Guys, you can't see it, but right now I have a board with red pushpins and string connecting them all. It makes so much sense. It all points to Sheen. That one time that uh, Chuck Palumbo had that unrecognized WCW world title reign? What did he do? He was winning... Oh my god. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We keep wondering how Pluto can operate when there's no possible way that they make any money giving away everything for free with minimal advertising from shitty products. Charlie Sheen still gets two and a half men royalty checks. And I'm pretty sure Pluto TV has a channel that plays two and a half men. And if they don't, I'm wrong, but that show is on everything ever. Men, 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 men. men. (laughs) I've never seen one episode of that show. 
It's not awful. I, I I saw one joke from it one time, and my my, as you like to say, my jaw hit the floor. I was mm. like, that is a filthy joke to have on network television in like prime time, where it's like, uh, uh, Chuck Sheen is getting into the bed with random, unbelievably beautiful woman number seventy six, and uh, she's looking for something. He goes, "Oh, anything you need is in the nightstand," and she opens it and she just goes nasal spray and a bible and he goes yeah cause in a few minutes you're not gonna be able to breathe through your mouth and you're still gonna wanna pray to God that show was on at 7 in the evening <laughs> oh my god that's some shit that you couldn't have put on USA past 10 o'clock when I was a kid Christ yeah it's pretty good though it is a great joke yeah <laughs> Triple H. Talk about this bullshit segment for just a second, and then I'm going to join you on this bullshit segment. Okay. <laughs> so Triple H comes out, um, says, I've had my fun, now it's time to get serious. And he calls out Brock Lesnar, although he almost calls him Brug. B-R-U-G-G. Brug Lesnar. <laughs> on multiple occasions. Brug Lesnar. Paul Heyman comes out and says, Brock Lesnar, you want Brock Lesnar at uh, SummerSlam? No. <laughs> That's it. It's that simple. Yep. Uh, so, he declines. He declines Triple H's offer. Paul then talks about Tripp's kids. And, and when he says talks about, he mentions that they exist. Yeah. He says... That's it. Yeah. That's about it. And, and just, Trips is immediately like, don't you talk about my kids! He basically is just like, so, Hunter, you got kids, right? Don't you talk about my kids. <laughs> and it's the thing where it's like, he didn't even say anything bad. And for all we know, your kids are assholes. Yeah. Most then Stephanie assholes. McMahon comes out. Yeah. In the motherhood. name of science. Yeah. Okay. Y- y- yeah. Um, but anyway, so she comes out and says some things, calls him a professional, what was it? Parasite. Professional parasite, and then slaps him. And I wrote down, oh, this is slappy stuff. I hate slappy stuff. I don't care for any of this, and do you know why? Why? Nobody ever gets back on Steph. You're right. Like, she, outside of, like, losing the women's title that she once held, no, Steph never gets her fucking comeuppance. And it's fucking bullshit. Like, why couldn't fucking Heyman slap her back? Give her a stunner. Well, well, you can't do that. No. You (laughs) just have to stand there and be beaten by a woman. Yes. Such is society. I'm not going to get into that. Slappy stuff. I don't like slappy stuff. Nobody likes slappy stuff. Dave Batista has gone on television... Or, gone on television. Gone on record saying that Stephanie McMahon's habit of slapping people makes for, quote, shit television. It does. There's no no stakes. I love that Batista says that. Like, we know that she's never going to get anything in return for this. At Mm -hmm. all. The one time where it's like, oh, wow, Steph's finally going to get her comeuppance. She she had that pretty good build for uh, her and Brie Bella at SummerSlam, Mm -hmm. like, a year or two after this. And I was like, this this is actually a pretty decent storyline. 
And then Steph won. <laughs> well, Ronda Rousey's debut was probably the That was other. great. That was very good. Yeah. And, and Steph did lose that one. Thank God. But yeah. Can you imagine if Stephanie McMahon beat Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania? Like, you can, we can sit here and laugh about oh, it right. now. It ain't that out of the realm of reality. But imagine, though. That would be Which means she has put over precisely one person since about the turn of the millennium. Yep. Yeah. So. This took forever. Yeah. Anyway, they get to the point where Paul Heyman's like, you want Brock Lesnar? You got it. Oh, no, I fell into your trap. What a fucking idiot. I love Paul Heyman, but that makes him sound like a fucking idiot. Also, it's a thing where it's like, if you manage Brock Lesnar and he is the end-all, be-all, why do you care who he fights at SummerSlam? Also, Brock wins that match. (laughs) It's also not good. These two have no chemistry with each other. Really? It's bad. I watched it as it happened live. I've never gone back to it. SummerSlam 2012, you say? Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, I might have to post a little thing on the fuckboard. God damn. Damn you, God! Uh, <laughs> but, but he literally... I'm not far off when I say he says, you got Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. Oh. I've fallen into your trap. You're no, you're, 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 you're right on the money. <laughs> then also, why... What was the point of this entire fucking promo? I don't know. Who is this for? How can we fill three hours of a wrestling program and only have four and a half minutes of professional wrestling on it? <laughs> this is the challenge Vince McMahon gave to his team. Yes. God. So then, damn it. I'm sorry. Miz and Miz and Christian bumps it up. To, we're still. I'm pretty sure at less than twelve minutes combined from all the matches at this point on the show. Probably. I wish I had kept a running tally on it. So. Paul Heyman comes in, says, oh, you duped me. And then he mentions the kids again. And then, to what end? And and then Stephanie McMahon does a Thez press? We'll call it that. A, 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 a falling into someone? A glom. That's giving it a little credit. Mm. And then ground and pound? Sure. And Triple H just stands there laughing. Brock's music hits. Brock, for some reason, does his entrance, by the way. Yeah, he sure does. Which I was like, he, he should have sprinted down there. Or at least power walked. But no, he paces on the entrance. Does a little bounce. Does his... Hits his pose. Yeah. And then goes to the ring. The whole while, meanwhile, I think Heyman is still being savagely beaten by Stephanie. Ow. Oh, hey, Brock. We gotta eat him time. Do your whole entrance. Stephanie's got to get her shit in. She's got to look strong. <laughs> Against Paul Heyman. Steph over everyone. <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. But then they come out, they brawl. Yeah. It's kind of ugly. In a good in a good way or not? Because I didn't for hate me, it. For me, I don't know, for me, not. But only because okay. I, there was one or two moments where I could tell Triple H is calling something. Yeah. Brock's not doing it. And Triple H doesn't know how to res- like react to that. Yeah. I could tell. But I could tell. I I don't know. For me like I like ugly where I'm like 
oh, these people are working with each other and they're being physical. There's a couple moments in this tiny little brawl where I'm like, I don't, I don't think these guys have ever spoken to each other <laughs> yeah. about anything. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. There's more tout stuff. Yeah, I didn't even write it down. But they, they did they a interview a bunch of fans on tout. They're all losers. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. They recap the Austin McMahon feud, which is great. Yeah. And I mean, like the video package is great. But again, it's like it, it's almost as if the WWE had never ran a show before. And all of a sudden, somebody, like, two days prior was like, Vince, we need you to run a three-hour Raw. You have 12 hours to prepare. And he was like, play highlights of me in Austin. Like, <laughs> what? Like, I understand also that it's the thousandth episode, right? Yeah. You've got to have some retrospective. Yeah. But there is... Mostly. So much retrospective. I just want to be like, why not just say, we're not playing Raw this week. Here's some old shit. That's your thousandth episode. Lap it up, you dogs. Fair enough. I had a... There was a, a video of how... I, I, I don't remember exactly what it was. It was on one of the What Culture or former What Culture People's YouTube channels, and they proposed that the third hour of Raw be... If you had to have it three hours, the third hour of Raw should be dedicated to old Raw clips or... Raw matches sure. or whatever. Anything. Yeah. Ooh. Like. And I was like, I it, don't hate that idea. I, I don't hate that either. It's something at least. So Michael Cole plays with toys. Hang on. Are we back in the ring yet or no? We're coming to the ring. Okay, go on. Michael Cole has. Oh, that's right. The Wrestle Buddies. Yeah. And then Santino comes out, right? Mm hmm. With Hornswoggle. And Wrestle Buddies. And Wrestle Buddies. And then they disappear. I thought these fucks were having a match. <laughs> That's the second time someone has just seemingly vanished. Because the show is 80% entrances. Mm -hmm. This is the fucking ingredients list of Raw 1000. 80% entrances. 15% promos. 5% not found. There's nothing... God damn it, I hate this fucking episode. This is so bad. Was Orton on this episode? No, he wasn't. And it's in St. Louis. Small... Do we have time for a small detour? We sure do. I own the network. Sweet. Uh, I don't want to go too far into who this piece of shit is, but there's this uh, nerd who goes by the name Crime Fighter. His real name's Stephen Lucas. Fucking... Yes. Absolute... Yes. Absolute pile of shit um, who quote-unquote covers Illinois indie wrestling, but he doesn't really anymore because most shows said, hey, you gotta start buying a ticket, and he's a fucking asshole who doesn't want to pay for anything, so he stopped going. Anyways, he's a, uh, regardless of your political views, he's an uber right-wing cuck, and I hope he gets sick. So, I was recently on a show that he was at. Oh that, god, uh, I'm so sorry for Fair loss. show yeah. that Gage and I traveled to. He yeah. was there with his fucking camera on a pole. Yeah. Just loudly saying shit while filming. Actually, Rap, turn he, around! He wasn't. Which blew my mind. Wow. Um, the, the dude has been around wrestling possibly more than anyone I know and still says stupid shit in front of paying customers uh, also for his own stupid fucking filming uh, duties. 
Ref, turn around! Motherfucker. The ref can't turn around because then the story of the match is ruined. Shut the fuck up. Uh, anyways. Uh, he would say I... this, these things right into the camera that he was filming with. And, and, and then record commentary by him, with, with him doing commentary on top of that. And, Which and, is where I'm going with this. And, on, and he would pass it off as, well, I don't have to pay, see, because I, I filmed for you. No one asked him to do this. And we don't want it. Correct. We don't fucking want it. You soiled your footage. Yeah. Uh, soiled it. Um, anyways, the reason I bring this up is uh, one of the... 11 billion matches I had with Matt Cage. And, you know, we're on the show, we're getting paid, we have no say in things. Crime Fighter's there and he's filming it. And we're having a really good match in front of a very large crowd. It was actually at a, a school or whatever, like a military school type thing. Okay. Oh, I and think... They're, and they're really into it. And, like, we're having a really good match. We're tearing it up. So then it gets uploaded to YouTube and the... Immediate response when we see it is, "Oh, cool! Our match is online. We can watch it." Oh God, Crimey filmed it. Ugh. So we start watching it. Now, I cannot stress this enough: the match took place before this episode of Raw that we're covering. Okay. The video was uploaded to YouTube after that episode of Raw. Okay. I'm not sure where the commentary was recorded, but during our match. Okay. He's talking about if Raw 1000 will see a decrease in uh, business due to Randy Orton, the hometown guy, because it's from St. Louis, not being advertised or promoted for being on the show. Why? Why are you filming an independent wrestling show and talking about the WWE in the first place? And why are you talking about something that you are recording that you know when you upload... Will be in the past. As if somebody who's watching Christian Rose versus Matt Cage for whatever reason is going to be like, you know what? I wonder, will Raw 1000 suffer because Randy Orton's not on the show? One, no, it won't. Yeah. But two, suck your own ass. Like, <laughs> why don't you talk about the thing that you're filming? Why don't yeah. you promote the thing that you're filming? Like, I don't understand. It, it's a level of idiocy that I can't even try to comprehend. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Just, ugh, yeah. So, Finkel. Oh yeah, is, an, is the announcer, yeah. which is great. Yeah, love, that's cool. Love me the Finkler. Mm-hmm. Finkler. Finkel. I think they just went Fink. Finkel? The, the, no, the Fink. Finkel is Einhorn. Huh? Einhorn is Finkel. Uh, who's that? What oh, are you saying? Oh, God. You've never seen Ace Ventura? No. You don't, you don't know what comedy is. <laughs> what the fuck? That's bogus. You, you haven't seen funny. I've never seen anything funny. You haven't seen Ace Ventura? Have you seen Dumb and Dumber? No. Have you seen Happy Gilmore? Yeah. Alright. You're one for three at this point. Have you seen Billy Madison? Yes. You're two for four at this point. Have you seen... I'm trying to think of other... Kingpin. No. Okay. 
you got to see Ace Ventura. Okay, <laughs> I love. You're Finkel just going right Einhorn. back Einhorn to Einhorn that. Einhorn is Finkel. Uh, that, that's I'll, a movie that could never be made today. By the way, holy shit! And I won't go into it for spoiler reasons, but goddamn. All right, um, love it. Anyways, Fink's out here. Yep. And where yeah now? Heath Slater. Oh, oh, yes, that's right. Now, are you ready to add another tally to your... Goddamn writing, I'm probably the greatest one. I love Heath Slater, by the way. Yes. He's awesome. Um, Lita. Mm -hmm. He comes out out and cuts a promo. He throws out a challenge to a raw legend. As if he hadn't seen the other three burials throughout the show. Also, I'm pretty sure at this point, he'd been getting his ass beat by legends... Yeah, they mentioned the it. leading up to this. They mentioned it on commentary. So in, like, kayfabe and character-wise, he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. Like, you need those people in wrestling. And he's he's was great at being that guy. Hear that, Heath? You're a fucking idiot and you're good <laughs> you're at it. You're real good at being an idiot. Um, so Lita comes out. Science. A lot All of science. All of it. Yes. All of it. Yes. Just uh, great, beautiful science. Lab coats, beakers, test tubes, Bunsen burners, mm-hmm. graphs, more graphs, mm-hmm. uh, planets. Yes, two, uh, compositions two, two of, of dirt. Yes, and the solar system, gravitational mm-hmm. pull, sometimes the lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Great, glorious science. Globes. <laughs> uh, so she accepts the challenge. Then just says, "I have hired protection for this match." At some point, they say it's no disqualification. Did I think he Heath Slater says that before. Then, then he's an even bigger idiot. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Uh, out comes the APA. Big pop for me. This is one of the few things that made me smile on the show. Love the APA. Me too. Great theme music. Uh, always good to see those two back together. Heath runs away. Uh huh. And then all the other legends—they're like, "Okay, we don't have anything for you. Right. This is what you're doing." So all the other legends come out, including. Future friend of the show, Rikishi. <laughs> yes. Um, um, it was great to see that Sid grew another leg. Yeah. Uh, Why Vader? did you remind me? Oh, yes. Uh, Vader's out here. Sergeant Slaughter. Mm-hmm. Doink, but not the original Doink, which is always a problem for me. Yeah. Um, who else was in there? Rikishi. There, oh wait, Rikishi was Hacksaw in there? I don't think so. Oh my god, they had him come to the show <laughs> and just do that thing in the back. You're, you, I don't, you don't remember. Walk out there, ru- Jim. Jim you, no. Yeah, you're not in the turbo team. No, no, we're the ones who run. I I could be mistaken, uh, but yeah, I don't remember seeing him out there. Anyway, so Heath tries to run. The, these old folks stop him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back into the ring. There's a clothesline from hell. Love it. Love it. Great sell from Heath, as always. Lita hits a twist of fate for no good reason. Hits a moonsault for good reason. Looks perfect. One, two, three. And yet again, mm-hmm. this time might be the best example of it. An up-and-coming promising new star is absolutely slaughtered by the entire Rosty... Roster? Rosty? Rosty. Rosty chicken? Rostisserie chicken? Roster of mm-hmm. the... Mid nineties and early aughts. Yep. Farouk grabs the mic, looks down at Heath Slater, 
takes forever. Oh, but he milks it so much. The, the crowd, funny. the crowd this knows is, it's coming. This is a good way to use time. It really is. Show. It really is. And especially because the way that the camera's positioned, you can see JBL behind him, and JBL's looking at him like, "What is it? Spit it out!" Like, he, yeah. like he's As like concerned. No, he's concerned. Like, right. he's like, "What? It, you look like you got something on your mind." Also, Damn! Ron sells it as though he doesn't really want to say it. <laughs> or, or, like, at one point he's looking at Heath, like, the same way you would look at, like, if, if you came across a traffic accident. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just like, oh my god. Yep. <laughs> uh, but he says it, and yeah. the crowd pops. Uh, so, like, if there, had, if there had been one of these segments on the show, I probably would have loved it. Mm-hmm. But by this point, I was just like, god damn. God damn! <laughs> yeah, really. Like, also, at this point, I think we're up to four matches on a three-hour show, mm-hmm. and still less than 15 minutes of bell-to-bell time, because this doesn't go long either. Sure doesn't. So... <sighs> but now we're at the top of the card. Kane. Oh my god! Yes! I had forgotten this, too. There's my <laughs> note. Welding helmet cane. Yes. Love welding helmet cane. So, Jinder Mahal comes out. Kane makes his entrance. Yes. Jinder Mahal comes out and interrupts Kane conveniently right before he was going to do his pyro. <laughs> How strange. How strange. Now, he's with a gaggle of fucks, too. Because yeah. there's uh, the now former Tyler Rex. Mm-hmm. Kurt Hawkins, who's now Brian Myers in Impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew McIntyre, who went on to do nothing. <laughs> uh, Camacho, who I think is now in New Japan, if I recall correctly. And, God damn it, what was his name? He ended up being the new Sin Cara. Hunico. Hunico, thank you. Hunikara, as I like to call him. Oh, okay, I like that. Uh, which, at this point, the Job Squad comes out to interrupt Kane. Mm-hmm. And then... Super Shredder Taker returns. Super Shredder. The robe yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. The robe is great. His hood gets stuck a little bit on the it entrance. It does. But you know, whatever. I forgive it. I forgive it. <laughs> and <laughs> I then I said uh, Taker and Kane demolish these, what did I say, five, six guys? Yeah. So, uh, is that another tally on the... Um... It absolutely is. And these are back-to-back. Mm-hmm. It's like they were like, okay, we've got this many established older dudes... How big is the roster? Okay, well, we got to divvy this up. All right, so, Heath, we're going to split you off from the rest of three-man band eventually. Right. And then we'll do you by yourself, and then the rest of them, and then some other chuckle You're going to fight the 90s as a whole. And And then now the current guys, you know, all of you, you're in shape, you got a lot of potential. Take Two of you will go on. Yeah, exactly. Taker and Kane are going to fucking murder you. Uh, Two of these people... Our former WWE champions. That is correct. And depressingly, one of them is Jinder Mahal. Uh, <laughs> yep. Suck it, Dakota. Anyway, God, um, the, so they, yeah, they hurt. murder him. Double and choke slam. It's the same segment. It's the same fucking thing. It really is. How? How can we not fill three hours on this fucking show without this? This wasn't even a match. What was Kane coming out to do? I don't know. What was he coming out to do? Nobody can tell me. He's coming out to do his entrance, hit his pyro, and fucking leave. 
Which, but when Ginger can you Ball, imagine if that had been it? I would. It, I it honestly, been, it I would have liked that more. It would have been the greatest segment on the show, and it would have been like the third time that someone has come out to their music and then just vanished <laughs> for seemingly no reason. Like that would have been incredible. This is the worst episode of Raw. Are you sure about that? It's Are up you sure there. about that? That's Are you why. Sure about that. I, look, all I'm saying is I cannot talk about it without crying. So, <laughs> can't stop crying. So, are you dumb? Uh, we missed a little bit of a thing. What did we miss? Daniel Bryan cuts a promo on Charlie Sheen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because they really that leads wanted to, that to happen. That leads to Charlie Sheen cutting a promo on Daniel Bryan. And I'm ashamed to say it's not the worst promo I've ever heard. It's not. It really isn't. And it's a weird thing because I'm sitting here watching this and I'm like, wow, you know, like, if this concept had taken place in the 80s, they never would have pulled Charlie Sheen for being on cocaine. They would have welcomed him into the (laughs) roster with open arms. Oh, yeah, Charlie, come here. They would have been like, pass it around. Macho Man's got some of that good yayo for you. Yeah. That's good. We're going to be killing yawns. That was good. Thank you. But anyway, so... Dig it! Uh, (laughs) Holy God, that scared me. Um, Now... Are we at main event time? We are. John Cena versus CM Punk. Now, we talked about it on the undercard. Okay. John Cena, CM Punk. You can't go wrong. Correct. We also talked about the film Pig on the undercard starring Nicolas Cage, which I cannot recommend enough. It's fantastic. He's so angry with me right now. Um, th- yeah, so, strange chemistry between these two. It's it's always... I, I love it so much. This match is fucking awesome. It's great. Until the end. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, things I think it's worth noting. This is the first failed Money in the Bank cash-in. The first ever? Correct. Holy God. So Cena wins the money in the bank and announced in advance, I'm cashing in at Raw 1000. I still wish they had had him come out with the briefcase. And he doesn't. In in Raw 1000? Yeah. He did does. He? he did? Yeah. Oh, he, he I totally hands it over to the oh, ref. My bad, my bad, the, my bad. Yeah. Uh, my mistake, and I missed that somehow. Um, yeah, this is the first failed money in the bank cash-in. Can you imagine if it had just gone to a clean finish and been a match? That would have been great. Can you imagine if John Cena had been the only failed Money in the Bank cash-in? Perhaps that would have added some gravitas to the briefcase as a whole. Perhaps you could have had a redemption angle in years future, where John Cena wants to win the Money in the Bank, cash it in successfully, and erase that black mark on his fucking illustrious record. Perhaps but no! John Cena's final run could be spent chasing the Intercontinental Championship. The one that he has never won. Correct. Yeah. Could be. Perhaps WWE would write a competent and and seamless story. Yeah, maybe. With a build and a payoff. You could. And dips. But no, we have to put the briefcase on guys like Sandow, Otis, Baron Corbin, whom we have no desire to see as world champion. Mm-hmm. Sandow. He's Sandow could have... Could have... Yeah. It, like, albeit very briefly, you could have put a belt on him. For sure. And even then, that would have added to the thing. But, mm-hmm. ugh, whatever. Match is, this match is good. 
And yeah. Then, and then there's 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 a big show run in, there's a rock run in. I bit on the falsy from the knockout punch. Yeah. I, I liked that. This is also a what I'm gonna call a good turn. Because Punk actually sells the like so like Ruff's down, Big Show waddles out, <laughs> Punk is just chilling in the corner watching all of this happen. Cena gets the knockout punch, Punk watches Big Show leave and it's like Alright. Screw it. But he like doesn't want he sell he sells it for so long, like he comes out to grab the ref and he's like He is conflicted. He's but conflicted, ultimately chooses and then he, to do what is best for and him. And then he just jumps yeah. on the scene and is like, all right, this is it. Right. One, two, big kick out. I was like, yes, that's awesome. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, so, what, I, I get a little confused here. Then what? Because somehow we get to The Rock hitting the spine buster on... Does Cena and so I think actually big go show, to a finish? No. It just stops. I think uh, Big Show comes out and then causes a uh, DQ. Just by hitting Cena again or something like that. Yeah, that I think that's right. what it was. Okay. Then The Rock comes out, sp- fucking cooking. He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Comes out, does his punches. Slappity, slappity punches, yeah. Mm-hmm. Spinebuster. Spinebuster in the Big Show looks great. I loved this moment so much. He does the fucking, goes for the yep. people's elbow, goes off, jumps over Big Show, and as he comes back, Punk comes in flying, flying clothesline. Which... Cuts the, him off. The Rock sells that clothesline like he's been hit by a fucking axe. Dude, he really does. He's like, he's just. I, it's not a visual medium. It's not a visual ever. medium. Yeah, but he's like, as if he can't breathe ever again. Hits him with a GTS. Yep. Walks off very slowly, almost confused at what he's done. Correct. And then the show ends, which is a great ending. Even with the the Smaz bullshit finish to the just, to the actual match, why couldn't you just have wrestling on this show? Any of it. It's doomed from the start. Trying to be the first ever permanent three hour Raw, and then also trying to have all of these fucking nostalgia pops in retrospect for the thousandth episode. I might argue the thousandth Raw would have been better as a two hour show, chock full of nostalgia, with your big cool main event. Mm-hmm. And then thousand and one is when we do three hour. I feel like that would have been awesome. Invest in the current slash newer people with that. That would have been awesome. Been like, hey, this show has been two hours for a thousand episodes. This is our last two hour show. Let's bring everybody back from days of yore. Thousand one, starting fresh, y'all. Why not three hours? Here's Why not? People you don't even know are signed, like. Because ours is a cruel god. We are not in his sight and therefore out of... What What, would you, what did you say? <laughs> we exist out of his sight and therefore beyond his love. That uh, Yeah, there you go. So overall, if you had told me this was a four hours, I'd fucking believe you. If you told me I spent a day in solitary confinement <laughs> and... Almost clockwork orange style. Eyes ripped open watching this. I'd be like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Just awful. Thumbs down into 45 only because I liked everything at the end. Most things at the end. I, I liked everything at the end, but it's not enough for me. Uh, my, my thumb is down. I, I definitely did rate this directly after watching everything at the end. So I'm sure. probably blinded by that. Yeah. 
This was not a good show. No, it was <laughs> awful. Just fucking terrible. We we gave more time. All right, I, I'm not even that big of a Jack Swagger fan, right? Charlie Sheen gets so much time on the show, and Swagger can't even get his goddamn entrance. Yeah, he was world champion. God damn it! Yep. Let's let's wrap this up. I'm, I'm heated. Do you want to have? Do we want? So the Twitter is going to be more active now. Yes. Because. Fuck it. Um, I decided to try to actually fucking post shit. Anyway, um, this is the maddest I've ever been. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't know where to go from here. I'm so dejected by this entire show. It was just bad. Um, what? what Do we we have anything on the fuck board that we that we want to talk about? You still down to do this? Next one that I want to do tonight? Well, yeah, I was. Yeah, okay. That's why I bought the Mountain Dew as well. Splendid. Uh, we are going to do an episode that's basically we're just discussing working with names, and me telling stories about working with names. So put on your steel toes, because I'm dropping names. I have a name. I know, which is I want that to be part of the episode. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you lead that one because. Okay. Uh, so. A couple of things I want to throw out for possible future episodes, because we're doing seemingly pivotal shows. Okay. I think this would be a fun, maybe back-to-back, double-feature recording. We do the first ever Raw. Okay. And we do the first ever Nitro. Okay. I think that would be quality listening for both episodes for you, the people. Uh, just why would you do this to me? I'm okay. With I'll that. tell you this right now. Not that long ago, I watched that first episode of Nitro. It ain't nearly as bad as what you're going to think it is. Okay. Now I'm not going to sit here and say it's good. <laughs> but but whatever you're envisioning, it ain't that. Okay. Um, That's fair. So on the fuck board, first ever Nitro, first yep. ever Raw. Yep. Names. Names. Uh, you got any ideas? I thought about. You know what? And maybe we will end up doing. Go on, I'm sorry. So there was one that I pitched to you doing a long time ago, going off my theme of things that I've never seen, that it's like mm-hmm. one of those things that you gotta see it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the one that I pitched to you in doing when we have time to watch because it is over three hours, sorry. Mm. WrestleMania 30. You ever seen Made- I have 30? never seen, <laughs> if even more than two minutes of that entire show. That's... Yeah. Incredible to me. Yes, because that was before I had the network. The first okay, Mania okay. I ever All watched right. live yeah, yeah, yeah. was 33. Wow, okay. 30 All right. Three, yeah. What the fuck is the main event of 33? I think it's Brock and Roman for a third oh, time God. where everyone thought yeah, Roman was finally going to win, but Brock and won again. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, we can definitely do Mania 30. That'd be that'd be wild to fucking do. Um yeah, that's it. That's all I got. So uh, follow the promotions that book us. Yep, follow our friends on social media. If you don't know what we're talking about, uh, listen to an old episode. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so uh, how do I end this? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> We've referenced Stain before on here, right? Well, every time anyone says it's been a while. You got to. Y- yeah, got to. 
I'm 15 all over again. Uh, it's the the square. The square, like the squared circle. Correct. Like the, the, oh, corners. the squared circle. No, that's 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 an actual circle. Okay. The you square want the squared circle, which is in fact a square. That that's yeah, the, the triangle. Circle. No, nope, no. Nope, square, square has four. The square. There it is. Okay. That's the one. What are we even doing?